There was congressional hearings in Washington this weekend. Or not this weekend, it happened on Wednesday. And there was uh, three different speakers. David Grush was there. Uh, he calls himself a whistleblower. He's a former intelligence officer. Um, there was also Ryan Graves, a former United States Air Force pilot. And they were all in front of Congress talking about what they know about the United States involvement, knowledge of UAP, which was what we used to call UFOs. Now it's UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. And we've seen more of more of this over the past several years, right, where the government has come out and said, yeah, there are things in the airspace. We don't know exactly what they are. We don't know. Now, they've been careful to say that doesn't mean we've been visited by aliens. But this week, uh, one of these guys, Grush, said, yeah, we have. We know we have. They've got not only that, they've got crashed aircraft and they've got bodies of the pilots. So... Okay, but again, I don't know if we have any evidence. I don't know how much things have changed. So we're going to speak with Nick Pope now. We've had Nick on the air before. Um, Nick used to be involved with the British government's UFO project. The media calls Nick the real Fox Mulder. This is his world. Nick, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Well, what a time to be talking about this. As you say, it's been quite a week. It has been an incredible week. But here's the overwhelming question for me, Nick. Have we moved the needle? I mean, we've heard all this stuff that Grush said. We've we've heard all this stuff before. Did this change it at all for you? Yes, it did, fundamentally, because it's one thing to tell your story to the media. It's quite another to do so under oath in Congress. What that's done is it's got it onto the congressional record, and it's got a lot of other congressional representatives in the Senate and the House saying we need to resolve this one way or the other. And they're working to try and verify that right now. Okay, so the focus of this we should take away is not necessarily that, okay, here's the smoking gun. Now it's just, okay, now it's going to be moved into more official channels and publicly. Yes, this, uh, Grush had given uh, some details to Congress previously, but uh, that had not been public knowledge. Now it's public knowledge. Now the mainstream media are engaged. It's, it's really inserted a real sense of urgency into this. What he was talking about, like I say, we've all heard about Area 51 for decades, right? With the crashed and the aliens and the autopsies and all that stuff. If you followed UFOs at all, you're familiar with what have been legendary stories till now. Is that what he's talking about? Or do you think there are other examples? Well, it's very difficult to say. He certainly in some previous um, statements has, uh, if, if not, addressed Roswell directly, certainly spoken to the, the question of historic crashes, apparently not just in the 40s, but going back to the 30s, a yeah. case in, in Italy. So um, he says that if anyone in Congress has the sufficient security clearances, and clearly some do, um, he will give them the very specific details in a secure environment that will enable them to fact-check what he's said. Do you, as someone who's worked in this, do you believe it? Do you believe what Grush is saying, Nick? I believe he believes it, but by his own admission, he's not actually had his hands on this directly. Right. Yep. So there is, yeah, there is still a possibility that he is uh, part of or has been the unwilling victim of a, a complex intelligence deception operation of some sort to push the whole alien theory, um, maybe to 
hide or distract us from something else. So there are other possibilities in play, but not many, to be honest. It's not like UFO sightings where there are lots of different causes. These, these claims are either true or they're not. True, exactly. What do you make of his claims that, you know, since he, like you say, he's talked about this publicly, he's been, he calls himself a whistleblower, and he says he's been threatened by people within government. There's been, there's been pushback. Um, what do you make of those claims? Well, if those claims are true, they are extremely serious, not least because my understanding is that in all cases, uh, threats of, of um, you know, death or, or violence would, would be illegal in this context. So again, Congress on Wednesday, when they heard these claims, were, I think, pretty fired up about them and, and put on the record their intention to protect David Grush and the other whistleblowers who he says some of them have already come forward and some he says are waiting in the wings, very happy to testify. And what's intriguing about that is he says some of those people are still actively working on these programs. In your time in these programs, I mean, what's the what kind of things did you encounter? Like, like you say, he didn't actually see craft. He didn't see biologics, as he called them. He spoke to people who said they had. Did you have similar experiences, Nick? Like, what was your work around this area? What what kind of knowledge did you gain that you you're, you're able to share with us? Well, I never got my hands on a smoking gun. We okay. we heard the rumors, of course, and and most of the rumors suggested that the answers lay in the United States on this. We certainly had some intriguing cases where our pilots were seeing things and our radar operators were tracking things, performing extraordinary speeds and maneuvers, but we couldn't prove any of that was extraterrestrial. David Grash is, is he's a, certainly a step closer than I ever was because he says he picked this up from other people yeah. that he worked with in the intelligence community uh, and and he was genuinely on the unidentified aerial phenomena task force so he was right at the heart of this intelligence community effort so nick in terms of that that that's one conversation the other conversation focused on some of the video that we've seen and the fact that they, these guys were saying you know what this happens all the time you, you you're only reporting a fraction of what goes on out there and we've all seen the video the tic tac all the rest saying we just don't have anything on earth that can do what these craft are doing on video um have we changed the conversation around that it seems to me like we're now in an area where okay they've talked about the fact that there's unidentified aerial phenomena but these guys are saying it's not from here. There's nothing on Earth that can do this. Are we into a new area in terms of, okay, there are alien spacecraft, or are we still saying there might be? I, I think it's still there might be, but I think that David Favor and Ryan Graves pushed it further down the field. And I think reading between the lines, looking at uh, what they said and their their body language, their tone of voice, they, they were certainly hinting that that's about the, the only option left on the yeah. table so i think they're saying it's less likely to be our own or russia or china and and the phrase existential threat was used which which is always an attention getter where do you think we're going with all of this i mean like it, you and i have talked before nick and i've said this is such a change from the government just saying ah, it was a weather balloon ah, it was swamp gas don't worry uh go back to sleep uh we're not doing that anymore where do you think we're heading is this just a natural process or ultimately does this change drastically and our entire understanding change relatively soon here nick relatively soon more things are happening as we speak i think the next big milepost here is going to be the nasa report 
which is going to drop uh, within um, a couple of weeks, I think. Then the Pentagon's office set up to handle this. They are due to give another update. So that's due. And, of course, the whole business of Congress trying to validate David Grush's claims, that continues. And there will be, I, I understand there will be more hearings. There are plans for more hearings on this, not just the House Oversight Committee, uh, who we heard from on Wednesday, but the Armed Services uh, Committee uh, and, and uh, the Armed Forces Committee and, and the Intelligence Committees in the Congress and the, uh, pardon me, the, the Senate and the House. Wild times, Nick. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It really is hard to wrap your head around what we might be on the verge of, if we're on the verge of anything here. But I, I guess we just have to wait and see where this goes. Yeah, but we're making progress, we and uh, it's certainly exciting times. It definitely is. Nick, thank you so much for your time. As always, I appreciate you being here.